Talking Down with Levi McCatchin, the podcast formerly known as Me Talking to People with Levi McCatchin, but I changed the name because I've had a bit of a hiatus, and also Me Talking to People just sounded kind of clunky to recommend to people at shows, so now it's breaking down, and it's a podcast about real human emotion, man, getting into it. There's a lot of podcasts out there which are just a fun, happy, good time. Just a couple people, maybe one person, just just relaxing, being chill. This is not that podcast. This podcast is about struggle, man. Real struggle. Because listen, some people struggle. And struggle, you know, everyone has struggles. Everyone has problems. You know, it's like Kanye West says, don't talk to me, to me about bills because everybody has them. He doesn't say it like that, but he says it. And But st- this is for people like me, who you can just be struggling as a mindset, you know? You can just be in a room, your bills are paid, everything's fine, and you're just struggling, you know? Just, just the struggle's always in your head, and it never goes away. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do to keep those demons at bay. And sometimes, maybe that's drugs and alcohol. I'm not going to judge. That's what I did for a long time, trying to keep those that struggle, that struggle in my heart and my head, trying to keep it away from me. I used mostly alcohol, sometimes drugs, but drugs honestly didn't really work for me. I don't know why people smoke weed. I'll be honest. Every time I smoke weed, I'm like, oh, I'm struggling so much more now. <laughs> but this podcast, anyways... Uh, yeah, it's about it's about, you know, real real talk. That's the goal anyways. Sometimes I'm not going to be able to get every uh interview I have to talk about the real stuff and sometimes that's my own shit. But anyways, this I'll, I'll be honest, this summer this summer in which I was not releasing any podcasts, it was a rough summer for me. I uh, the comedy club that I was working at you know, I was getting at least a few shows there every month, doing weekends there, just started headlining. It closed. And, you know, I, I, I had a lot of I had a lot of myself sort of built into that comedy club. And I didn't realize it, it was called the Comedy Mix in Vancouver. And when that closed, you know, it a large part of my identity sort of went away with it. Cause I, I didn't realize how much of my identity was caught up in that it was like oh i work at the comedy mix i'm a mixed comedian and you know in in comedy scenes there is a uh you know even though everyone's in it together people sort of stratify you know there's a difference between pro comics and not pro comics even though that's kind of silly right because the what's a pro really a pro just means you're getting paid and sometimes getting paid a lot of the shows you get paid for are way worse than just book shows you know in the city but uh you you know you do you cling to certain things and you may not even realize you're doing it and when that closed um I, I felt sort of lost you know even though to be honest i i wasn't really sure where i was going with comedy before that and i think i was just adrift for a little while but then that was the one thing that even subconsciously i was holding on to and then i was just really adrift and this is who that podcast is for, <laughs> you know, people just just 
wandering, you know, just having a hard time. <laughs> having a hard time even though you don't have to. Because that's the thing. Man, struggling, it's always a choice. You can just say, fuck it. Who cares, you know? I'm just going to relax. And people have been telling me that my whole life. They're just like, hey, just relax. Just chill. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you know? When you're someone who uh, has a hard time relaxing, when people tell you to relax, you take it as like a challenge. Or not, not like a challenge, like I'm going to rise to this challenge. You take it like, hey, man, f go fuck yourself. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, this is, this is like a podcast for people with... If you're the kind of person that this podcast is for, you know who you are, <laughs> you know? Just people having a hard time. <laughs> and uh, this first conversation, it was, I loved it. It was with uh, a very funny comedian, uh, Chelsea Liu, friend of mine, uh, just moved here to Vancouver, and she's been struggling, you know? That struggle in your head and heart that you don't need to have, but it won't go away. You know, and you got to trick, you got to do all sorts of crazy mental gymnastics to get over it. And, uh, you know, I, I, we talked about mental health and sobriety and, uh, you know, just writer's block, artistic uh, aspirations and, you know, getting into your 30s and not knowing what the fuck, right? <laughs> this, is a, this, is a, this is a podcast for people in their 30s or over. If you're 20, man, why are you listening to this? Just go, go have fun somewhere, you know? Just go get drunk. Try to get laid. You don't need to be listening to this. <laughs> this is a 30-year-old podcast for people in their 30s going, damn. Because <laughs> here's the thing about stand-up, man. You get into it in your 20s. Because you can only start doing stand-up in your 20s. I mean, some people start later, but it's like, dude, why? <laughs> this is a bad choice, you know? <laughs> and uh, you start in your 20s, and people get successful at different times, and success looks different for everybody, but uh, you're doing it in your 20s, and then you get into your 30s, and you're like, fuck, I should have learned HVAC or something. I should have... I should have, you know, gone to school, but I didn't. I dropped out, <laughs> and it's too late. I can't go back fucking study anthropology with a widow's peak. Be like, hey, fellow kids, what's up? What do you think of the prof? <laughs> you know? And so this is where I'm at, and I'm going to try to be honest. I hope this, uh, I hope people relate to this and, and have a good time and keep coming back. Anyways, I'm just going to get into the show now. Uh, uh, if you, if you want to reach out, just hit me up on uh, Instagram at uh, Levi McCatchen or my Twitter at Levi McCatchen. And one thing about the show, the uh, audio at the very beginning was a little messed up and me and Chelsea were having a conversation about how she used to be a glass blower, but I didn't quite catch that. So there's a few references to glass blowing throughout the podcast. And so just know that that's what she's talking about. She used to blow glass. Don't be like, oh, she's insane because she's not. <laughs> You're insane. All right, you guys, let's start the show. I just want to quit your life. But giving up takes time. And I can't give up. But I can't even find. I know people who went into crime, though. 
And uh, the thing about going into crime is when you do it, that's like a hard, you, like, my dad told me this. He was like, if you own a crime, like, you, you're completely outside of society because if something goes bad, you can't call the cops, you know, and things will go bad, you know. Like, Andrea has a friend who uh, his legs were cut off because of some crime stuff. And it's just like they just, once you're outside of the law, you're outside of the law. And so you got to live like that because you can't, you know, you're people like, that's why I think it's so fascinating why people are so obsessed with it is because like you actually are living just a completely different life and like people will kill your kids or, yeah. you know, I wish the listener could see my face right now because I'm so jazzed about this. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, but this that guy is terrible. I knew who wasn't in my family, you know, mm-hmm. he had like his house shot up and stuff, but, uh, yeah, so I hate I hate the idea of being outside of society. Oh, that really? whole thing. Yeah, I, I like I like rules. I like the way I, it's very good, bad for my anxiety. As soon as like it's like we're doing somewhere else supposed to be. You're you know, into like, rules. I, I, lo- I, lo- I love it. I yeah. like I just like organization, not so much rules. Just like uh, things that unfold as they should. Yeah, and yeah, the idea that I'm like making my own rules, it makes me sound so lame. But <laughs> you don't like making your own rules. I guess not. I don't know. I don't know. My, my, my most, the biggest nightmares I have are the ones where I'm like breaking into someone's house and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I have those nightmares all the time where I'm like, I'm not supposed to be here. Really? Yeah. And like, my hands are sweating right now just thinking about like doing a bad. Really? Being in someone else's. <laughs> breaking into a house. Like, You've never broken into a house? No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. I don't think I have, although now that I'm thinking about it, no, I've never broken into a house. I just... You know. No, no. What happened was I walked into the wrong house once. <gasps> yeah, see, even that, I'm like... Mm-hmm. I can't and then that. slept there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I see where this is. Okay. You're the but gaps. I didn't break in. It was very easy. <laughs> I was drinking on an island, and oh, uh, yeah. I had to... I gave this guy a ride home, and the whole island was like, you know, didn't have cars on it. Everyone just drove golf carts around. Neat. And uh, I gave this guy a ride home, like right after I'd been drinking a bunch of rum. Mm. Everyone was drinking and driving, but uh, still didn't make it right. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> so I gave him a ride home, and then I was driving back, could not find our place, and eventually found it, and like the place where my family was staying, and then like walked in, took a nap, and then my dad came and woke me up, or who I thought was my dad, and he was like, Hey, you have to get out. And I was like, Dad, fuck off. And just like, let me sleep. And he's like, I'm not your dad. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just like, but it can't be. Um, that, see, okay, now that's a situation where I'm like, everyone's breaking the rules. So I feel great about breaking the rules. It's if it's an island where they don't have oh well, there's rules. no laws so oh, you just yeah. you just you're not I'm a follower um, this sounds terrible you're just upset with getting in trouble I don't wanna, I know I, I just don't want I don't want to I don't want to step on any toes I don't, I don't, really I don't want trouble are you okay with like like if you get a parking ticket that you deserve to get are you like well I broke the rules yes this is okay really yes oh man I, yes we're so different whoa I have Even such if you deserve a problem it? with authority especially if I deserve <laughs> it because I'm like this whole fucking system is bullshit man <laughs> fucking Trudeau's over there doing blackface like everyone's <laughs> breaking the rules like because I just hate politicians so much I hate government I hate authority I hate the idea that a bunch of people are going to decide what I can and can't do and like if it's like 
you know, obviously there's stuff that, like, that's why, I, I don't know, I'm not a libertarian. Uh, but... I was about to ask, is it Reddit up in here? <laughs> it's, uh, what? Is it Reddit? Are we suddenly in Reddit? No, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I just, I hate, like, because it's just people, right? It's just some, like, I feel like a lot of Canadians think, like, the government is, like, a good force, you know? And it's like, no, they're a bunch of assholes just like you and me. Mm-hmm. I've met politicians, and they're fucking breaking the law because they know they can get away with it. And, you know, it's just like everyone like the entire system is just made up of fucking douchebags you know mm-hmm. like because everyone's a douchebag that's mm-hmm. just what humanity is and so the idea that some people should get to say what we can and can't do i don't know it really bothers me yeah. especially parking tickets in vancouver i like it i've got like five thousand dollars in unpaid Holy parking tickets shit. yeah don't they just put you in jail no, they. Eventually, oh, they like. Oh, I hope like a city he's official. A, he's a white gentleman. <laughs> no, and they they tow your car yeah. if you're parked. Like normally, if you have a parking ticket, they'll just give you a parking ticket. But if you have a bunch of unpaid parking tickets, then they tow your car automatically. Mm-hmm. And so I just, uh, I just never leave. You like car take my in take my spot. Car. For oh, time. brilliant! Oh, but what? Oh, to have that hanging over you. I still don't pay for parking. No, like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me having five stuff grand. hanging over me. Five grand. It's probably like seven. I would wake up in the middle of the night like, duh, five grand. Yeah. I don't know. I've got so much debt that I'm you not worried care. about it. Oh, that's fair. Because <laughs> yeah, oh. we're like, you know, at a certain point, you're like, what are you going to do? Like, are you going <laughs> to put me in jail? Yeah. How am I going to pay the debt from I've there? already lost everything. Yeah. What else can you do? I've just got so much credit card debt. I'm like, well, that's more oppressing. Oh, God. Yeah. Man, you're stressing me out in so many ways. <laughs> the credit so, card debt, I don't really care about either at this point. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I just paid my credit card debt. And uh, write shit. screenplays, hope one of them makes oh me rich. Oh, my God. See, I came here thinking, like, I thought we were just going to talk about my, like, crisis of, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> just what my, my my personal worldview <laughs> falling apart. And then you're just like, this whole system. And I'm like, oh. Oh, and you're like, and also my life is falling apart. I'm like, oh, is Levi going to be okay? My life is falling okay? apart. I <laughs> I could get my life together at any time. Yeah. I just choose I think you have. To. I look around. I mean, this is a this is a hoody ho ho little this neighborhood place, you got here. Yeah, it's so funny. This house, like if you go to the location. next house over, uh, it's on uh, Manor. Granville. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought anyone wants to come fight me, fight me. Oh my god. I, th- I thought you wouldn't want your like fan base to know the crazy <laughs> the your crazy, crazy rabbit. The crazy, no. The Levianiac person that could possibly think of that. You don't have a rabbit. Okay, but so so then, yeah, you live on a, a not it, stalkers. But. This is true. Oh, you have stalkers. No, no, uh, no. Okay, yeah, there's not. There's not <laughs> with a lot of confidence. No, but this, legs this street is crazy nice. Crazy nice. There's like million, multi-million. I mean, that's nothing in Vancouver, Gated. but it's like yeah, it's all. They all probably hate this house because it's like a piece of shit compared <laughs> to the rest of them. It's falling apart. Like but it's 1960s. huge. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's very me. big. Yeah. It's more than we could ever hope for in our own lives. Mm-hmm. Move in. You guys should move in. Uh, it's too late. We, need it. we no, live in we no live in a very is. ridiculous part of town too. Honestly, it's so stupid. So yeah. I moved here for I won't comedy. Tell you them where you live, but yeah, but the Levianiacs. We'll <laughs> <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> I'm really stuck on making that work. Uh, yeah, so I moved here to pursue comedy, knowing full well that I was having a really bad feeling about it. But the fact that I... Bad feeling about comedy or bad yeah. feeling about moving here? For no, no, no. Bad feeling about comedy. And mm-hmm. I, I... But I know... I almost said it out loud just as, like, almost like... Yeah, like, obviously... It was like, yeah, you quit comedy. Like, it's like... I was I'm almost six years in now. So it's like, yeah. that's the exact time where you go, like, uh Like, this is... You know, you hate everything that comes out of your mouth. You hate... Yeah. 
uh, it's just it's like just worn it's worn on me so much. Like I I used to be like failure is an opportunity to to learn, and now I'm like yeah. failure is what I deserve. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the sorry, just am I an sure. okay distance from this? Yeah, no, it's great. I just got to make sure that this my fucking computer. It's all good. Uh, I, I go through the same thing all the time. Like, literally once at least every six months where I'm like, I have to quit. I hate this. I'm not enjoying this. Even when I have a good set, yes. I, it makes me feel good for, like, yes. 20 minutes. Yes. And then I'm like, no, I still need to get out. And every time I don't, and I want to the whole time, and usually there will be, like, one show, like, I'll cancel shows, and then there will be one show where I can't cancel. Or before, it was because I was at the mix, and I was like, well, I'm not going like, to fucking turn down, you know, 150 bucks for a 20-minute spot mm-hmm. or a weekend, you know, because it's good money. And then I'd do it, and then I'd be like, oh, you know, I'd get through that patch. And it always Christmas just, ornaments. like, yeah. You're making a Christmas ornaments. Yeah. Yeah, making Christmas ornaments. Yeah. Exactly. But better because <laughs> glass blowing has no future. <laughs> Truly not. Oh my god. <laughs> Who becomes a big glass that's a, blower? That's for a Who's different the famous glass blower. Is there any like Dale Chihuly. Dale He's the Ch- Elvis. Oh yeah. He's the, the Seattle Elvis. guy, right? He's also a hack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck Dale yeah. Chihuly or yeah. whatever. I went to that exhibit. It was like twenty five bucks to go see some fucking glass. Yeah, it's he like, can absolutely go fuck himself. Good fucking glass. Yeah. This well, is not worth fifty dollars. No, to truly. look at this bullshit. And it's the mm-hmm. same on the outside. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, exi- outside. Have you been to that exhibit? No. In Seattle? No. Have you been to Seattle? Yeah. You need yeah. to go to the Dave Chihuly. The Dave. <laughs> David. David Chihuly. Um, anyways, oh, I'm Dave. so sorry. To, I get I'm talking about glass again. But um, yeah, so so you were doing the, I mean, you were doing these gigs that you're like, okay, this is like, I got to power through and do these gigs. Yeah. And... I'll just be like, I need. It's more so like a feeling of insecurity within my life, and feeling like I'm not getting to the right place with my life because I I'm like not a patient person, and also, uh, you know, it fucking wears on you like oh trying God. to pursue an artistic lifestyle, especially in this day and age, living in Vancouver where it seems like there's a fucking war on art spaces and poor people, mm-hmm. where it's like everything's so fucking expensive. And, you know, you're talking to your parents and they're like, oh, so when you're having kids and getting married and you're like, well, I don't know when fucking everything isn't, you know, when I'm not bankrupt and I don't owe the city of Vancouver $7,000. And I pursue crime. (laughs) Yeah. If I get into crime, maybe. Your dad's like, (laughs) yeah, I don't know if it was your dad's criminal, but someone's going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone in your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone in your family. There's no one in my family. (laughs) No one in your family. I'm so bad at this. That's the one thing I should <laughs> so, Yeah, let's end that. <laughs> Which I didn't say. Because it was a joke. <laughs> Anyways. And, uh, but it's always, like, it always comes down to, like, depression, I think, or, like, it's a negative health space, or, like, a negative mental health space. Because, like, now, it's so funny, because whenever I'm in it, I'm like, I know I've gone through this before. Mm. Uh, but, like, you know when you're depressed, it's mm. so hard to remember not being depressed. Yeah, and yeah, when, yeah. like, you're happy, it's really hard to remember being depressed. Yeah. And when I'm in it, I'm like, no, I know, even though I know I always go through this and I make through and I'm happy to be doing stand-up again, like, while I'm in it, I'm like, no, that was just bullshit. I was just deluding myself from, like, the real thing of what I needed to do, which was quit and, like, mm. do something else. Mm. And then every time I do that for a little while... 
and then I'll just like I'll just it always just comes down to somehow reframing stand-up. Sometimes it'll be writing a new bit that I'll get excited about. Or, like, this last time, it was about... Really, what it was is just, like... Yeah, I told you about that. It was I was kept on having dreams, and it was so annoying. It was driving me crazy, because I was, like... This was, like, two months ago. I wanted to quit. I was, like, I need to quit. This isn't... I'm not making money. Like, I'm just going to quit stand-up, focus on screenwriting, and, like, do other stuff. And just, like, fucking... I'll be able to work more hours, doing my day job or whatever. I'll get my life together. Right. <laughs> Which... Honestly, it's probably what I should do. But. Oh my god, that's the dream. It's just not wanting to do this. Just, yeah, I'll just you know run a car wash. And yeah, <laughs> but totally then didn't have dreams. Like yeah, the the dream thing I kept on having. Do you have any relationship with spirituality? Again, oh, oh, into it. Now. Yeah, I have a weird. I don't know. I'm op- I'm open to what people's approach is to spirituality but I, I myself am a very empty <laughs> void atheistic no just law lo- i just am at a loss for i have no yeah. i have no relationship with it personally but I, yeah. I i love it when people tell me about it on yeah. their end but are you ever like uh, what like like what what's the what's the finger mean just like you know <laughs> i feel like almost everyone i talk to they have like whether it's like believing in astrology or some you know it's like no one wants to say, like, because no one wants to be an idiot, right? And no one wants to be like, oh, oh yeah, like, fucking, uh, here's what I believe. And then for some people to be like, well, you believe in that? That's fucking stupid, you know? I find, like, but most people I talk to have some sort of relationship with, like, oh. self-defined spirituality. No, I have zero. You have zero. Yeah. You're just living That's your life. That's interesting. Yeah. Going I, for it. Yeah. That's cool. Should I should I should I organize it in some uh, way? This is some actually kind of a Christian podcast. <laughs> no, I see a crystal on your windowsill. I know for a fact. No, that's classic, <laughs> that's Satan's <I> <laughs> that's Satan's energy. Um, so you kid, tell me about your spirituality. I also have to like keep in mind because you just said a bunch of things that 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 set off my. I I have to like make a note or something here. Let me here, make it in my mind. Because before I forget, because I, I have zero... Why don't I just write it in my phone? You tell me about your spirituality. <laughs> yeah. I literally, if I don't write this down, I will forget all of it. Um, well, it, like, for, like, for me, it's just, like, thinking that there's a, you know... Like, I've read so many, like, fucking New Age books and stuff, and I still couldn't define what I believe. Basically, like, I think what it comes down to is having some sort of... Uh, it's almost like, you know how, like, in... Uh, in the middle ages like people were like oh yeah it's raining because god wanted to rain like no one could explain the dream yeah (laughs) we didn't have science yeah and so it's a good time yeah and so people didn't ask questions right it's just like yeah god did it you know Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of the stuff like that we now associate with spirituality in a thousand years maybe we're gonna be like oh yeah it, it was just because we didn't understand right Mm -hmm. maybe there are forces like right when people talk to talk about angels or something it's like that's how we conceive of something but like it's entirely possible that there's like interdimensional entities that maybe like want to help us you know or like are guiding us or and if you want to reach out to them also maybe there's like fucking dark entities that are ruling the world which i personally believe when you look at the world man we could do so much better but i but i think it's everyone i think i okay quickly i think it's just because everyone's a douche and it's chaos. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and that all together forms of that dark, yeah, dark side. But the I don't know when you look at the number of like fucking rich men 
and powerful who are fucking like kids. Yep. <laughs> you know, that's dark. That's like yeah. some but dark that's, energy that's, that's shit. Man, that's man's choice. I think that's that's all created by people being, this is really reductive, but douchebags. <laughs> douchebags, for sure. But I wouldn't be surprised Pursuit if there's power. like some legit devil worshipping going on in the... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's all man, that's all choice. That's all human choice. Yeah. In my mind. But yeah, I don't It would be to... cool if it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool if it was deems. Little deemies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well I I, I didn't see okay. I I knew you had a spiritual uh thing. I I But that's like this is what I'm saying. Like I don't have a like a well defined force. Yeah. I just think like our current understanding of the universe is so limited. And we, of course, because we, like, think we know it all. And I think, like, we're basically, like, it's, like, trying to teach calculus to ants, right? Like, the human intelligence. When you look at, how like, how vast the universe is. And this, like, the reason, like, a lot of people get upset with these arguments is because uh, it can be used to attack knowledge and, like, it fucks shit up for, like, epistemology. Mm-hmm. Because people will be like, oh, well, if you're saying knowledge is impossible, then what the fuck's the point? And then mm-hmm. it just ruins everything. Yeah. But... Like, I just think, like, everything we know about science currently, like, is true. And then there's another realm above that where, like, we're going to make some, like, fucking crazy, you know, discoveries. Even, like, the, you know, people get annoyed about this, too. But, like, that movie, like, What the Bleep Do We Know? Which is, like, you know, there are a bunch of fucking assholes on that. (laughs) But, like, there's, you know, like, just even the fact of, like... You know, quantum physics, which is like, I feel like another thing that idiots that, say when they want to justify anything. Yeah. Right? I think but I like, even said that earlier. I was like, physics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like, quant- like, we we know there's so much shit about the universe that we don't understand, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, so it's almost makes, it's almost like more of a scientific approach to be like, yeah, we're just like, we're probably wrong about everything. Mm. It's just our limited understanding of stuff now. And we don't know how things are going to change. And so like, I don't think that obviously there's like, you know, some like God figure standing up being like, you do this and you do this. I didn't get that vibe from you. But like, I do think that there's, I believe that there's like, you know, just like different, the way we think the world works might not be the way it actually works. And, okay. like, different energies. Right? I embrace that totally. Yeah. yeah I love that. Well, the way I used to be was I was like, let us reject anything that organizes this. Like, like any, any like, I, I used to get mad when people would be like, why don't, like, I, it bothered me that we weren't just embracing the chaos. I was like, I think that's the only way forward is if we acknowledge that there is nothing tying this together. Then we can start moving forward. Like, that was my whole thing. So that's where I used to be coming from. Now I'm more of a person who's like, I'm going to hear that out. Mm-hmm. I love that. I embrace I, I embrace that for you. For me, I'm still like, I, I feel nothing for, nothing for, yeah, nothing at all. Yeah, that's so interesting. I would, like, because uh, I don't, I couldn't even believe that if I wanted to. I mean, there's a, like, a, I read something recently that about how, people like it's like there's actually a genetic factor and whether or not people believe in god or like believe in any sort of spiritual they're french they're french or they're not (laughs) (laughs) maybe french or italian but uh i've always like felt like that and like even it was funny because at the same time i was trying to quit stand-up like i'll go through periods where i'm like no everything i thought was stupid before i just need to embrace like materialism and there's no like you know there's nothing like guiding me towards anything i don't like i don't have any you know there's no sense of purpose or higher order and then something just just reeled you back in yeah i always just like because 
honestly, for me, it's like I just get depressed when I think like that, and oh, I find maybe that that's like, what's wrong with me. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Give me, pass me that crystal. <laughs> It's first day of the rest crystal, of my life. By the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, cause I find when I am like, like, uh, cause I've been to AA, I don't go continuously, and also mm. I'm not supposed to say that you go to AA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. But every, I don't know. Pretty much everyone I know has been like, hey, hey that's what, <laughs> like, that's yeah. like, they, you say it, whatever. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, they're So you're all... a sober person. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm newly almost... sober. I have things to say about that. Really? But yeah, please continue. Newly sober. Ugh. Anyways, the, yeah, That's the whole thing problem. with AA is like one of the biggest things is like you're, you have to accept that you're not in control of your life mm. because you're not mm-hmm. like, uh, whether or not there's God or chaos. That's their big thing, the higher power thing in AA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they're higher, they constantly say, like, your higher power can just be, like, yeah, your yeah, friends, yeah. right? Totally, totally. And, like, be like, oh, it can be, like, a chair or whatever. Yeah. But you have to externalize. on a very real level, you're not in control of your life, oh. right? Because there's just fucking too much shit. There's, oh. How can you be possibly in control of it, you know? Mm-hmm. There's so many, ex- like, extenuating circumstances or external circumstances outside that you don't have control over. And that's why, like, the prayer or whatever, the serenity prayer is, God, grant me the serenity to accept, accept the, the things, things I can, yeah. change, yeah. change the courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Yeah. And, like, I find when I'm the most, like, no, I'm going to fucking figure this out. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes that's empowering for, like, a week, but after that, it gets, like, really depressing. Mm. Oh, pff, I am the, no, I'm, I'm the grip it and rip it, I'm going to figure this out person. Mm-hmm. But look where it's gotten. Like, I, so this has been going on for a year now. If we it would go back to the, the quitting the comedy thing. Yeah. Quickly, That's so a long like, time. yeah, <laughs> what's that? Quit. What's that? It's a long time. To uh, I for feel a, like a like whole that. year, I was like, fuck. I really uh, is when I that was when it started to like degrade. And again, that's like right around the five year mark. That's what they say. It's like at the five year mark, you start to be like, like, what's the point? You know? Yeah. And like, I started to have this like, it, it happened right around the time. Like, I it was I was already like, like I can't. Uh, I can't measure up to my own like expectations anymore. Like I, I would try to write and it would be like an empty hallway. Like anxiety just kind of removes your thoughts. Like you just yeah. can't think you can't concentrate. I, it was just, I would sit down. I'd be like, what, who am I? Like, it's gone. Like yeah. that person's gone. The person who could write or think in terms of comedy, I've just become this void of anxiety. And then that was already happening. Then I started getting all these opportunities that I obviously took. Cause that's what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm ready for this. Like I have all this stuff that I wrote when I was a comedian, like, when I was thinking comedically. Yeah. So like I had all these things that are happening. So like, that's, uh, I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to rise to the occasion. And that only pushed me further away. Like I started to like really unravel. That really was like a catalyst for me, like having panic attacks on a regular basis. And like, uh, not being able to sleep and like the depression got out of hand. It started like, yeah, it started to get into some crazy, you know, patterns and thought processes and stuff. Um, and I, yeah, I was just like, I don't deserve like what's happening to me. Like, or like, what's happening, like in comedy, I was like, I don't deserve, you know, what what's going on. And, and then, yeah, just guilt about the fact that like I was getting these things and like being like, I can't. And I, so I would do them and, um, and uh felt like i didn't do like i didn't do a good job you know like i just mm. wasn't there i wasn't present i wasn't you know 
I wasn't who I used to be in comedy. I was just like kind of like going through the motions and being really scared and just kind of white knuckling through it. And then, uh, so then I went on to some medication that. Uh, What'd you go on? Uh, I'm on Lexapro. It's also known as Cipralex. Uh, yeah, I, and, I was on that for a little okay, while. Okay, were you able to drink on it? I did. <laughs> so th- that's what they said. Like people say, yeah, you can drink on it. But this is like, this is where I kind of like lost the, this this past summer. I like lost several months of my life where I was just like trying to sort things out on these meds. And then I found out I can't drink on it. It makes me super sick. Yeah. So I just became like a sober person. I was like, that's fine. Like I've been doing comedy long enough. I don't have to have a, have a drink, start doing comedy. And then it was just like amateur hour. It turns out drinking was a huge part of comedy for me. So I just lost you that. You think you're, it made you better? I, I, no, it, it, it took away all fear. It made me more like, ape, like I just, I don't even know. I had no idea how important drinking was for me. I was using it to be able to talk to people too. Like I had no yeah. idea that it, was, it became my personality to just always have at least one drink when I was out at shows. Yeah. Without that, that, I was physically, I was, I was visibly shaking yeah. and I couldn't talk to people that I'd known for years. Mm-hmm. I've so, seen like... Two of the last times I've seen you do stand-up. I thought it was, like, the best I've seen you. Really? Yeah. I was so scared that I was, like, getting dizzy before mm-hmm. I went on stage for the last several times. Like, I still, like, I get a little, like, whoa, like, really sweaty. And it's, like, like first year all over again. Yeah. It's crazy. Drinking, the thing That's about drinking is it can, like, obviously it can help with nerves. It can make you a bit looser. But Such really what it does, the, like... The majority, like, obviously you can do those things, mm-hmm. but really what it does is it makes you completely not actually know how well you're doing. Yep. And so you just think you're doing better. Yeah, it was a lie. Well, and I also, it was it was like a placebo effect, I think, was me being like, oh, so uh, I have one, I'll have one drink and then this will be fine. Like, I'll be like, I'll be able to be like, you know, present and like, you know, yeah. on stage and just like, well, like, um, yeah, and be able to, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. But then uh, I st- as soon as I stopped drinking, I, like, it was, like, I completely, like, even person to person, I'm, like, not okay. I'm still mm. really not okay. So, so then on top of that, funny. I'm already, like, uh, I'm already, like, oh, fuck comedy. Like, what? there's no future, like, Canadian comedy in particular. And then what? Then I moved to the States. Yeah. That Like, there's just no future it's, you're just a drop in a bucket there's no way you have to be like olympic level good to like, I, I just got this i just started thinking crazier and crazier like yeah. not just like do this because it's fun it just became uh going walking up to a show and feeling like every time i was going to the show it was like i was bracing to be punched in the face even if the mm-hmm. show went well it yeah. was my reaction to the show that i was bracing for yeah which was like just you fucking idiot yeah like I, that was the part that i wasn't looking forward to yeah yeah. You Anyways, long and short. God in your life. I'm sorry. You have to embrace God. I have to. <laughs> I have to fucking. Because yeah, that, this all this is me being like, oh, I've got this, and like I'm, you know, a therapist, blah blah blah, and it's like. <clears throat> you have a therapist. Yeah, sure do. How's sure that do. Out? Well, now we're skyping. <laughs> we're oh, yeah. just my Skype gal. Uh, well, I don't. Obviously, I mean, it's it's so much better now that I'm on meds, but what I does can't she tell believe. You about stand up. Uh, well, we talk about it a lot because I've been with her for a while. I've been with her like this. I was with her before I got all this shit that threw me through a complete loop. Like, I just went to her just like as a preventative measure. I was like, I can feel some shit bubbling up, you know, like it used to in the past. The depression, like really like destructive thought patterns, really gross thought patterns. And then, uh... Uh, and then stuff started happening, and then she was there for me. Like she was there for the part where I was like, uh, like I, I was just physically ill all the time. Like 
shaking. Um, yeah, so she like tried to help me out with that, and was like, I don't. <laughs> I had heard from another comic that we both know that he started going to therapy in order to help his comedy, and I was like, brilliant! Like that's what's missing is like yeah. I don't not fearless anymore. Like, uh, and I, it just just been getting worse and worse. It's just so what a. Do you think it's just from the expectations? Because I, I, I I've never myself. heard that of five years in is when you start hating it. You hadn't heard that. Haven't heard that. It makes sense. It's it, or it's more it's more yeah, it's more when you start to uh, feel at odds with it or like that you. I think it, probably a bit of it is like at five years in, you've been doing it for long enough that you start to have expectations on yourself. Mm. Whereas when you're first starting, you're you are fearless because you're like, oh, if like I'm just trying to do good. Like when mm. you're first starting, that's so fun. Oh god. Because like when you have that first like good set, and oh. then you like hit all these milestones right away, and you think you're making progress, which you are. But you don't realize that your progress is just, like, bullshit, mm. you know? Because it's like, oh, I had the best set of the night. Yeah, at this I, diner. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking am getting book shows or whatever. And, like, they're very small steps to make. And then once you've been doing that and doing that, it's like, oh, I need a festival or mm. I need, you know. I don't know if that's necessarily, like, I yeah, that's probably very much, like, yeah, for sure. For me, that's not really part of it. For me, it was the fact that I that I uh, used to uh, love having a new like I like new bit feeling yeah nothing like it in the world like I don't care like how hard you're crushing it's like if you're if you try out something that works that is absolutely my favorite part yeah and that that was the thing like I didn't really care about like festivals or anything as much as I was just like I want uh, and then I, and then what happened was I I got a set that I was comfortable that, that was comfortable because I started yeah. like doing road gigs and stuff and it's like okay well then you do like your showcase stuff yeah. and then that showcase suddenly became like like this worn in like yeah fucking old teddy bear the piece of shit smelly teddy bear that was yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. i just was like this it was this like nasty comfort yeah just really grimy comfort thing that was like yeah. ugh. um but it was comfortable and then yeah like once you get into that comfort and that you lost the immediacy and the excitement of like that new yeah. piece yeah for sure well yeah that's what i was gonna say too is because i think like when you're first starting, you also don't have any expectations that you're going to be mm. a good comedian, you know, because you Ugh. don't know. And so, and then most people who've been doing it for as long as you and I have, you do have a natural talent for it. Like you're smart, you are a good writer. But then when you go to write new material, and especially, you know, you might have a bit of an ego with it because you're like, well, I've been doing it for five years. Am I really going to go up and bomb? harder than this person who's been doing it for two months. Precisely. And, like, that's fucking poison, you mm. know? Like, wanting to be good. Because mm. it's like, you listen to fucking, you know, like, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, or Ali Wong, you're fucking talking about, like, oh, yeah, I bombed on Tuesday, mm -hmm. you know? And they're, like, selling out theaters. Mm. And as the second you really start putting expectations on yourself to be good at it, because it's like, you never fucking know, really, yeah. what's going to hit. And you never know when it's going to hit, you mm. know? And so maybe that's what your problem is. Yeah, it's, it's it, yeah, and again, it's less measuring against. It's more. This is all inside. This is all me. It's all my expectations, and it's all like I completely. There's a wall up between like me and like everything that comes. Like anytime I start to write something, I'm like, no, that's not good enough. It's hack. It's like, what am I really gonna do a joke about skincare? You know, <laughs> like, I'm yeah. like, like there's just all of these. Like I'm like nothing is getting through that wall anymore. Yeah. I, I have the expectations are. Uh, and and then yeah, then that makes it like there's just it's so rigid that I can't. There's no there's all these confines now that I've made all these yeah. like rules this in this 
world that I deal with these fucking rules. I'm trying to like write within <laughs> this like this box. Uh, yeah, and then just obviously, of course, nothing's gonna come. Just a fucking yeah. empty, empty shell. Because you just have. It fear. sounds like you just have like writer's block. Fear. No, I, I think it, I think it's like just like general fear, and then like your brain just kind of empties out when you're like in a panic situation. Yeah, and I'm just like that all the time now. Even on the Ciprolex. Uh, it's a bit better now. Well, now I can actually just, like, go a week without having, like, a debilitating panic attack. That's been great. And while doing stand-up as well? I'm still doing stand-up, yeah. But yeah. I still get super, like, physically anxious before sets now. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna... I, we're, I, maybe we'll, I'll do an open mic tonight and we'll see how it goes. But... God, it's just so, like, sickening. Like, physically sickening comedy right now. That's rough. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I don't know I if you've ever bad, felt that like, way. My, my way through it was, like... Basically, I mean, like, well, just doing sets again and, like, writing material. That's always, like, because, yeah, for, for me, always, like like you said, like, that's the best feeling is doing doing something, like, trying it out for the first time, but also just getting that idea and being like, oh, <sighs> I know this. Like, you know oh, when it comes and you're like, this is, like, so a worked out bit. Somehow yes. it just came to me. And you're like, I know this is funny. I know this is going to work. Yeah. And then it does work. And you're like, ah. And because that will be, like, what breaks me through that period. Because mm. I'm like, I'll, I'll start having to convince myself that stand-up is stupid and I hate it and mm. I don't want to do it and I never really enjoyed it and I was mm. always wrong and I should just be, like, a shut-in. Because <laughs> that's my problem, too, is, like, when I stop doing stand-up, I stop, like, going out. Mm. I stop talking to people because I'm like, that is what keeps gets me out of the house. Oh, you my know? God, yeah. I totally Especially to if I'm sober, because mm-hmm. it's like, well, what, I'm just going to hang out with people who are, like, drinking. That's boring. But doing stand-up, it's like, oh, I'm getting out of the house. And so I'll go, and, like, after a month, I'll be like, oh, I don't talk to people anymore. And I started to sort of see it as, like, oh, what I thought was good for me, what I thought of, like, oh, yeah, just, like, work really hard, like, you know, go, like, get more hours, and then write, and then go home, go to the gym. I'm like, oh, there's literally no point in which I'm seeing people. Mm-hmm. And so I started, like, being like, oh, that's actually – a the voice that it was telling me was really healthy isn't a healthy voice. Because, mm. like, it's, it is it is a voice of, like, yeah, fucking figure it out, you piece of shit. And mm-hmm. You don't need to see people. You don't need to hang out with people. But then, like, finally letting it go and being, like, I don't need to figure everything out. And I can still work hard and do stuff. And now I'm, like, in this point where I'm sort of figuring stuff out more, where I'm, I'm going out to shows most nights and uh but also still realizing i need to do other stuff as well because you can't that's the other fucking pain in the ass thing about stand-up now is like it used to be i think so more so i was never really in this era but it used to be like oh yeah you go fucking pay your dues and then eventually someone will come along and be like you kid you know mm. but now it's so much like you know some of the most successful people in vancouver you know they went way far ahead of everyone like based on certain things like won a contest or like just start a YouTube channel, you know, and so there are no real limits on how fast you can go, but it's on all on you to sort of promote yourself. And I've been really like realizing like, Oh, I've I've been doing such a shitty job at like self promotion, Mm. but also the self promotion that can be fun shit, you know, like cause stand up, like I feel like most creative people, like cause the the feeling you got from stand up is probably similar feeling from glass blowing, right? Most creative people, we just need to be creative, do anything creative and we're going to be happy. And so I'm trying to look at that for stand ups. Like, yeah, I'm going to do stand up. And you know, if I do that for an hour a day, like I'll get better at it. You're just going to keep getting better at it, but you can't really go too fast with stand-up because you're limited by oh you can only do like 
you know, even if you did the most stand-up you could, it would be like an hour a night, which would be crazy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah. And so, yeah, now I'm basically like in a place where I'm like, uh, yeah, I just need to relax mm-hmm. and like just fucking let shit come. Yeah. I'll probably go through another period where I'm like, yeah, fuck stand-up. Oh, God, it'd be weird if you didn't. But like, so like, we had this, I think this the why I'm on here is because we had this Basically That's had this why. podcast. You know, but <laughs> I'm like, restarting it. But and I was just like, oh, who should I talk to? And then I was like, oh. Uh, but like we basically good. had this podcast mm-hmm. like during a show one time. Like we were like, talking about this. And then I, I had like three heart to hearts that night. It was like with you and with like another comic and another comic. And I've like been very like ther- totally my therapist being like, just be like, just be, you don't have to lie to people. Like be vulnerable with them. Yeah. Like explain like, hey, man, like I'm really like going through. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I don't think no, this is going to go because ABC, whatever. And so like I had that had that like three times that night. And it was like that was just enough for me to be like, all oh, right. Like everyone said the same thing. It was like, OK, well, like, you just let it happen. Like it's fun. It's like I know yeah. I knew that. And it's still so important to hear people who've like come out yeah. the other side but be like this is you know this is what you're gonna do tonight we're just gonna go up there and everyone says you know just have fun just have fun tonight man yeah. like you just do what you do let's see what I-. but like i i think i got into the right headspace like just before going on stage i had like the most fun i've had in months definitely like yeah. just because i just like did that yeah you know thing care. that that yeah just uh or just yeah just trying to be like really in the moment with it and be yeah so uh, it was fun again for a second, and then the next day I was like, "See, like, you did. so I did a set the next day somewhere, and like, it was, it could not have been more <laughs> demoralizing." And, 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 and yeah, it's that thing where you're like, oh, you remember when the? It's like, yeah, see, like, it was like the worst part was was the fact that there have been so many shows in a row where people were were confirming to me through their reaction to what yeah. I was doing what I was afraid was already happening it was like you you've lost it you uh, you can't write anymore you can't like yeah. you're 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 too emotional you just you're not present on you know and then then this happens you know yeah I know so, the show you're talking about though but you can't trust that show. <laughs> <laughs> I know but it, but it doesn't matter my, my mind frame was like see they're right I was right that I'm I'm yeah I've completely lost my ground yeah no I had a uh I had a really bad set. Um, we're not terrible. It was just uh, it was a weird show, which uh, it was like beside an IHOP, and <laughs> just in a banquet hall in Chilliwack, oh. and like every there, everyone there was like over fifty five, oh. all white. Didn't like my jokes, and uh, it was really demoralizing. But it actually, I was like, oh, this is good because like it made me realize like the like doing stand-up for just like at an open mic for like you know 15 young people i'm like oh this is the comedy i actually want to do you mm-hmm. know and uh yeah it's weird because in like canada it's like oh to make money at stand-up it's like work the road you have to do a legion is, and lady smith yeah terrible or don't do that and you know i guess try to get festivals or whatever mm. but yeah it is hard stand up in canada is like undoubtedly it's bad a, for morale. a difficult road to hoe yeah i started doing it i i started doing those kinds of gigs and it was like years and i was i was so i was so good at rolling with the punches and the like but back before all this like anxiety started to crop up again but before i i roll i would just bounce back yeah. like like the the other night when i had that fun fun set that you saw and then the next day i fucking ate shit and I felt like it was all my fault like I I would have just been like well you win some like it, there was there was that whole you know, rationale it was very easy to think that way and then it just, I think it was just years and years of being like oh this is one of those, you know I don't know Fort McMurray bombing a room full of teachers you know? yeah. <laughs> you're like ah, uh, like yeah 
uh, and then you're like, okay, well, do it again tomorrow. And then like, that one's okay. And then you okay, next week I'm going to be in Powell River or something. And you're like, oh, like it yeah. just keeps, uh And especially when you look, it's like, oh, well. There's no time to bounce back. <laughs> but like, is, is this taking me somewhere I want to go to? You know, because yeah. you see a lot of people who are only doing those rooms. And you're like, oh, I don't want that career. And then on top of that, I'm like, I'm very aware that stand-up is, like, imploding on itself. Like, road gigs it's, might not even be a thing with the next generation yet. Like, we're, yeah. all, we're probably all supposed to just have YouTube channels and just monetize that. Like, I, yeah. I don't know what stand-up looks like, looks like in the future, but it's not fucking uh, Shamanis, you know. Yeah. Well, that's casino. the weird thing. Yeah, like, people going, like, it, it's such a weird, outdated thing. Like, going somewhere and doing a thing for people like in the real yeah, it's, space it's, yeah. it's like why why are we doing this <laughs> dinner <laughs> murder mystery yeah like, like logan paul is a billionaire <laughs> and he doesn't do it yeah that is something that's frustrating but like stand up in live rooms like in the city is really fun <sighs> and it like it, it, i think uh like do you have any other aspirations for anything like any other part of the industry because, like, even the most successful stand-ups in the world, they still do other stuff. You I know? know, and I, I, I'm... Acting I, or... To me, no, that's a very... Like, I just want to... I'm one of those, like, really... It's it's so infuriating. Like, I wish that I was like, okay, like, I'll do whatever other thing. Like, I'll make piano music that has funny... No, I, I just want to do, like, shitty... That was my whole aspiration was, like, shitty road gigs. And then I was getting them, and I was like, see, this is what... You knew that it was going to be like this. Yeah. And it's still not fun yeah yeah i, feel, I feel so whiny and lame admitting this like it's so but no. I, I i just i knew it cognitively but it's it's like a totally different thing to be like oh, oh yeah the lived experience uh, yeah I, remember I feel so lame admitting that but it's true no it's it's not lame to admit that doing shows for fucking people <laughs> who don't yeah. share your worldview is not very fun yeah <sighs> And I knew it was going to be like that, and I still was like, but that all I want to do is comedy, man. Like, I want to be on the... Ugh. Yeah. There's a the purism when you're first starting out, because I think, like, you're so eager, right? Mm. That you're like, oh, I'm going to do it, and I love stand-up. And right? I love I just stand-up. I don't want to make the... I don't want to do a podcast. Yeah. I don't want to do... Yeah, I don't want to ma- make other content. I just want to yeah. make jokes to tell people in the in person. Have you tried making other content? I made a short film. Oh, that I so regret. I so regret making that fucking thing. It was good. Why'd you regret it? Uh, Because, well, I got talked into it because it was like for a a grant for female directors and this person wanted the money. And they were like, you can probably direct, but I need a female to attach their name to this. Mm -hmm. And then he had this whole idea. Okay, we'll base it around this joke of yours. And like, it turned, because the joke is so like sad, it turned into a 10 minute melodrama, which Mm -hmm. I like, it was not the intention, but it just happened that way so i did that i made i with my name attached to it like this like 10 minute like very broody like yeah ode to stand up it was so when i watch it i'm like you shut up like it doesn't feel like me and also i'm just like not an actor i mean i was probably i probably did a a fine job but like what an awful for a short film it was pretty good most short films are about someone dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and most short films are fucking terrible. I've seen a lot of short films. Yeah. And that one was, like, it had a hook. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. It had a resolution. It had beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It just, it was so out of my wheelhouse. And at the time, I was like, I should be doing things out of my wheelhouse. And then this opportunity came up and I was like, perfect. And then we like won all this money to make it, poured all the money into it. And then I, I looked at it afterwards and was like, the trailer was better. That was bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't like, I don't like that my name is on it and people watch it and they're like, okay, like, is she yeah. okay? <laughs> well, that's always the process with filmmaking. Like, yeah. I found, you know, because people spend their lives trying to make the thing that's actually oh in their God, head. Oh my God, exactly. Right? And I, yeah, I, I was just someone who just paratrooped in on it. Like, yeah. oh, I'm making, I'm d- a director now. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, yeah. just fumbled through it and was like, sorry, the result is this. It is what it is. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, but you don't want to do that again? Oh. I guess I learned a lot from that. Like, I guess I learned to, like, not compromise your vision and stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, Lady not Gaga. Not compromise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I learned to, like, stand up for myself since then and be like, okay, like. As but do you think your vision was compromised or? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, because I was like, you know, I just kept being like, yep, you, you know better because you're a filmmaker. And I'm like, yeah. you know. Yeah, like, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, instead of being like, no, I really must insist that it, we need, it needs to go this direction. Like, this is getting to be too much of, like, an after-school special than, mm-hmm. like, drinking or something and following your dreams despite all odds. You know, it was like, ah, uh, like, I guess it's supposed to be a short film with a resolution. So, yeah, it, it, it naturally, natural progression was beginning, middle, and end. But I was like, yeah. uh, I just gave, like, halfway through, I was like, I hate this. I hate this thing. And it's, the ball's already rolling. So I was like, yep, yep, yep. Sounds like you just have a hard time being really hard on yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't... Okay. I don't know. Yeah, this is going to be such an annoying podcast for people to listen to. Just like, I got all these so. opportunities and it was like it. sad. Do you think maybe part of it... Like, because I have the exact same problem. I fucking... I am super hard on myself. Mm. But like, not even that good hard on yourself where it's like, work harder, work mm-hmm. harder. I just like lay in bed and I'm like, you're fucking piece of shit mm-hmm. you think you're I think this, everyone's you know? like yeah maybe everyone can relate to that and like yeah I've definitely yeah, oh, it's, it's not fruitful relatable. at all it's not fruitful and uh oh my god absolutely I thought I think it's normal like I everything I've said so far is like I oh we all like I didn't realize it was coming off as anything other than like yeah obviously mm-hmm. this is hard do you think uh life oh is hard. No, no no wait when I said you're hard on yourself mm-hmm. is it, are you reacting to that yeah 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you are, obviously. Oh, okay. You must yeah. know that. Yeah. I, I, think I, I think I'm being very reasonable, reasonable in my expectations. Yeah, having high expectations for yourself. and. Yeah. I'm, I'm going about it the wrong way? Is that what it sounds like? No. Let's well, call my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, like, because the, the happiest people I know are usually dumb. <laughs> just, oh, the, the, the dream to be just ignorant. I know. And, but ignorant. they are just like, yeah, I did this and it's fucking great. Oh, brilliant. You know? Yeah. And, and those people usually can't go very far because mm. there's no, like, there's nothing on the brake pedal, right? Yeah. Where it's like people like you and me where it's like, oh, I did, yeah, I guess I did this, but it's yeah. fucking stupid. And so like everything you do, you mm-hmm. take one step forward and two steps back because you're like, yeah, this is a fucking piece mm-hmm. of shit, you know? Yeah. And but like, because you could be doing everything you're doing right now and living the exact life you're living right now, because you're like getting stuff and whatever, and you're having opportunities and you're making steps, making yeah, moves. But they just fold. But just being like, oh yeah, this is great. I'm on my way. You yeah, know? But I know. Instead, you're like, ah, oh, I'm a yeah, like, fucking asshole. Yeah, fooled these idiots mm-hmm. into thinking I'm supposed to be having these spots. But then also, oh, what was I gonna say about that? Because oh fuck, I thought of something. Um, uh, shit. Do you think any of Oh, it- so I learned I so I have a bachelor's of education mm-hmm. as well. And uh, you learn about the mastery method of teaching where like you you take failures as like information and like it's all about failing and all this stuff. And I used to be a uh, 
I think that 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 is a really focused way of being like like that's you still have the same results as ignorance like it's you can still have that kind of like blissful just like if you if you can really genuinely embrace like the master and uh, like people in Japan are really good at this because they're raised it's in their culture to be like to acknowledge the failure and stuff and like and like master one thing in your life and in order to do that you have to be like and you have to like basically like flog yourself with it <laughs> you have to like yeah and that i think it's exact same results like that ignorant person who's like oh i'm just going up like mm -hmm. you, if you that's you can achieve that if you're just unaffected by failure and like that mastery thing like the only way that it affects you is positively yeah you just take it as information i used to be like that for like the first three years of comedy i was like i was so good at like the mastery like approach it's so hard uh, it's so hard because like with stand up but i loved stand up so much that it came easily because yeah. i just it was this thing that i loved that i was like i could bomb miserably and i'd be like Okay, that's good. Like, good to know. Like, yeah. it was like I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't know who that person is anymore. I've gotten better at that, but mm. I've never been like that. Mm. Like, I, you know, I think that it also could might hold me back too because I'm not eager to take new chances and fail. Mm. Like, I'll usually try new material, but like in between jokes, I know work. You know, instead of just being like, oh, I'm gonna try this brand new five minutes I have, and like some of the comics I know who like I would see them perform a bit and it bomb the whole thing and then I'd see them two weeks later and they worked it out and it crushes mm. and like for me I'll like try something that even if it works like five times mm. if I try it and I fuck it up once mm. I'm like well I'm this yeah. stupid yeah. like I'm yeah, only it's gonna me. do with like surefire material yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. it's me like I yeah I think that was, when, that was when the mastery thing went away is when I started to really blame myself a lot mm. I started to like really take on the blame instead of being like this is within my wheel. I can I can fix this. I can work with this. I can. It's just, yeah. It used to. It became. You cannot work with this because you've lost. Yeah. Your way. You lost whatever skills you had before. Whatever you've worked towards is gone. Yeah. That you were in within yourself. But don't you think that that is kind of an ego thing? Because when you're first starting out, you don't have expectations for yourself to be able to do comedy. Okay. And then once you've been doing it for a while, you're like, I should be better than this because I've been doing it for, you know, even though three years Maybe. in comedy is not a long time at all. Maybe. But it's like, it, you're like, oh, I need to know how to, d like, why can't I do this? Yeah. I've been doing this and I'm not good at it. Mm -hmm. Where it's like every, like literally every comedy, because it's the only, like comedy, people say this all the time, but it's the only thing where you have to practice it in mm -hmm. front of people. Yeah, yeah. You know? Know? that whole thing and it's such a pain in the ass yeah because they're like oh i have to fail at this in yeah. front of people watch me lift bro yeah <laughs> yeah exactly make those gains Ugh, i know i i used to be totally fine with failure i, I don't know what happened i think it was just, it was just time just erosion it just kept getting harder it, it, it i think also i mean i was coming up in the victoria scene which is like probably like stand up on easy mode in terms of like the rate like the the um the threshold with which you would bomb is very tolerable compared to like you know like i don't know to compare to what i don't even know but i feel like victoria is just a little there's a bit of a softer cushion there are a lot more opportunities to experiment we had like great experimental rooms yeah. uh audience Supportive that was available audiences. yeah more or less support well more like reliable feedback audiences yeah. less like like there are a lot of like really hot crowds and you're like okay like, that's not good yeah, information yeah. like everyone's crushing tonight so um but then you, we, we would have like great rooms where they where it'd be like nope not funny and you're like oh like i like i actually trust these people like they're yeah. they're they're laughing at all the right things tonight. you know what i mean but, yeah. so we had like we had really great uh rooms that we were like fucking around in and then a lot of those fell apart and we kind of started to get like 
uh, I don't know, like we, really weird rooms. Like it was just like we would just kind of mash them up together. We we're like, oh, let's take this, let's do sh- shows in a hot dog bar. And then like they're obviously, you know, it, it, the opportunity started to change. We started to have less breathing room. And then uh, it was still fine. It's still like okay, like this is stage time, but you're not getting anything out of it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why I brought that. I'm sure I had some kind of reason for bringing that. I'm sorry. Do you ever feel like? Uh, do you ever think that maybe like your in expectations on yourself is because you're a woman? Oh no. Because I you said this once and uh, huh. like just there is an attitude, especially in Canadian comedy, and uh, you'll hear it from fucking dudes all the time where it's like, fucking wish I was a woman, right? Like, it'd be mm. so much easier if I was a girl. Like, you've heard that, right? Mm-hmm. You okay. Like, yeah. People... Uh, yeah. I think it, I think in, I think it's fed into my mind that, like, when I get an opportunity, I'm like, of course, I'm like some kind of, like, a, yeah, yeah, because you're a woman. You needed a female hire. You needed, yeah. a f- you needed a woman on this show. You needed a woman on this festival. You, like, yeah. Yeah. And Which, you're like, good. You're fine enough. Yeah. There, there are men who are way funnier than me. But, like, I, yeah, I started to get that a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, there's fucking not, you know, like, it, it, funnier compared to what, right? Like, funnier. First of all, it's I like, it, 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 on one level, it's like, okay, maybe someone is objectively funnier, which doesn't really exist because everyone finds different shit funny. Mm. But uh, also, like, Andrea told me this once. She was like, and that's when I like really like got it because I've had that attitude before, right? I think it's like natural for like white guys to be like, "Oh, fucking, it's so hard for white guys," right? Mm. But uh, she was like, "It's not like they're just taking every woman, you know? Mm. It's not like just by being a woman you get stuff. Mm-hmm. You still have to be good, and you still have to be better. Like you're still competing against all the women. It's just there's like there's a smaller field of women, mm. but you still have to be better than all those women, and like." Because the thing is, like, I think a lot of guys overlook the fact that fucking women laugh at female comics, mm-hmm. like, and more than guys. And, like, a lot of open mics where you're interacting with these shitty men, uh, not shitty, you know, but, like, dudes who can sometimes obviously be shitty, mm-hmm. they, it, it's a, there's a lot of guys, and so, like, the girls won't do as well, but if the audience was half-half, mm-hmm. then the women would be doing better. You know, or if it was a more female audience. And so, like, it, it, I think it's just, like, stand-up because it is so male-dominated. There, I think that attitude can get into some people's head. And guys can be way too vocal with it. Or not even vocal because it's like, yeah, you should say it if that's what you think so people can, like, prove you wrong. Because mm. it, it, it's... There, there's an element, obviously there's an element of it where it's like, okay, yeah, obviously it, it seems like stand-up is dominated by white men, and in this era, like, you know, fucking, the only reason it, it seems like it's so harsh now is because 10 years ago, no one cared it was dominated by white men, yeah. so it's like, yeah, let's hire all the white men, you know? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, no, we are going to have more diverse shows, and for some reason, it still is majority white men doing stand-up, mm-hmm. and so, but now we are trying to be more diverse, so you're competing with the white men, and there's more white men and so you have to be better than them but it's still like well then be the best you know because like the women you still have to be the best you have to be the best woman you can't just show up and be a woman you know yeah i i I don't feel this way but i uh the thing i'm about to say (laughs) but i feel like this is a part where i'm supposed to be like oh great a man is telling me how to (laughs) 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 but don't feel that way i don't feel that's just a joke but uh i i totally hear what you're saying and i i get i think that was it's it was my subconscious finding another way to 
for my anxiety to proliferate. Like your anxi anxiety disorder always tries to find rhetoric to like keep itself around. It's mm -hmm. it's like a self-sustaining like fungus that's just like it's trying to find food. And that was just another thing that I grabbed. Mm -hmm. And I that's something I internalized certainly. Yeah, that's that is something that I've heard or that I has been told to me, you know, like so I I kind of uh, held on to that for the right time and then suddenly it was like in the back of my mind like yeah of course I'm on there you know it's just because they needed a female yeah, yeah. so I don't I don't generally the front of my mind doesn't think that way yeah but you it's know, like yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I think so yeah and then again it's just another doubt there's so many other kind of forms of doubt that I got in the old suit yeah. here <laughs> yeah. really stirring that suit yeah see this is like for me it's like how I got through or get through all these like feelings of doubt and stuff is like whatever like faith but not like faith in like everything's gonna work out or whatever it's just like faith that if i like i don't need to figure everything out you know because like when you're talking about your anxiety disorders like i've got anxiety but i've just been practicing on like oh the voice in my head is fucking bullshit mm -hmm. you know like it is not reliable narrator mm -hmm. it can't be trusted so i'm just gonna like like the thing I've been focusing on is like, oh, I just am actually gonna try to raise my energy, you know? Yeah. And like the the better I can feel all the time, like I, I find like you know on the whatever like on an objective level, I do feel like it does work, you know? Where I'm like, oh, I feel good, good things happen, yeah. you know? When yeah. I feel like shit, nothing good happens, yeah. you know? Or even if something do good does happen, I'm like, ah, it's fucking stupid, anyways. Mm -hmm. And so I think like in a lot of ways, maybe like you know. Like, I've read books, like, say this and stuff. It's, like, the maybe the way that everyone thinks the world works, where it's, like, oh, work hard, you just got to work, 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 and yeah. work, and then things will work out. You know, maybe that's not it. Maybe, like, you, if you actually just, like, work on raising your vibration, maybe that will make things work. So here's right? what I'll say to that, though. Cause I, so over the summer when I have, like, my, this is a strong word. It's probably not, but, like, I had a little bit of a meltdown. Mm -hmm. Strong word. But, yeah, there was some, it was a bad summer. And then after that, when I kind of like came out the other side of it and like I, you know, stabilized on the medication, the therapy was going great. Like I was like really ripping into it. And I felt like I was at an all time, like I was like, I'm crushing it. And then comedy wasn't reciprocating that. Like I, I, I was bringing all of that newness to the table and I felt like super like revitalized and mm -hmm. like was really like doing the work on my end. And then comedy was still the exact same it was before. And that was so, that was really rough. In terms of like, you it, weren't it, having good sex. I wasn't. Ha I wasn't. Um, I still wasn't able to think comedically. I wasn't able to write still, mm -hmm. and so I was still like just trying to have fun on stage. I was trying to like get back to basics and like, oh, I'm gonna try out like a, this new premise, mm -hmm. and just see what. And then like, and then the audience would still kind of look at me like, it was still this weird, like there was this weird disconnect. Yeah. Like I don't know. They were picking up on something that was like, I don't know what. It is, but it just kept happening. It kept happening, and then it still continued after I felt like better. And I was like, okay, well, they're picking up on my like weird like discomfort and my yeah. like insecurity. So then I was like, I had the vibrations up that you were just talking about. Vibrations yeah. were fucking. I was crushing it with the vibrations, and then yeah. I was still getting that weird like I was at odds. There's some kind of weird but lack of you, energy flow between feel me and shitty, them. Like you start your set feeling good and then like halfway through you feel bad um i thought that i hit it pretty well but maybe 
maybe I wish I had like footage and I could see exactly the moment yeah. where like I thought that I still like kept it up all the way to the end. Because that's the amazing thing that crowds are good at is and just people in general like picking up on the yeah is congruity right. That's something yeah. that like people we don't even know it but we're all experts at it. Yeah. When it's like when a guy comes up to you and he's like, yeah, I have a Ferrari. You're like. No, you don't. Yeah. Because people with Ferraris don't say that, you yeah. know, or maybe they do if they're assholes, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like people are so good at picking up your inner state mm-hmm. if your inner state matches how you're actually presenting, right. you know. And so. So I think, yeah, maybe they're picking up on, like, maybe I did start to like act like it was, you know, but I, I really, I came in with great intentions. Like, yeah. I, I, I was feeling good, I was feeling renewed about comedy, like, but maybe, yeah, I think they can, they can sniff it out, can't But they? then halfway through, it would go. Maybe, maybe. No, it's like just kind of like. Fr- the reaction you like. Kind of front to back, they're just kind of like, I don't, like, they're, they're just reacting to some kind of weird smarm or something. I don't mm. know, man. That was, that was, that was a really hard one to take. That was when I started being like, I, how can I keep doing this? I'm going to, I can't quit. I'm not, I I say all the time I'm going to quit. Or like, if I'm like, oh, I could just not do comedy tonight. What a weight lifts off (laughs) me. Like, oh, wow. Weird. Like, it didn't occur to me that I could just, I'm just not going to go out tonight. Oh, 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 the rush of, oh my God, what a relief. And then that was, uh, that was a really hard thing to take when that started happening. This is a real, this is a fun, (laughs) is this fun for you, listener? Is this good? Whatever. I, I, it's my understanding that this is very, very common. A lot of people go through, go, are at odds with comedy and then they just can't stop. I think that'll be me. Yeah. Well, I found, unless I have a mistake, every time I'm feeling like that, I'm on the verge of some sort of breakthrough. Well, it's been a year. It's been over a year yeah, for over me. A so year hopefully, and you're not breaking through. hopefully something's going to I really happen. think you need to accept God. <laughs> Honestly, maybe. Why didn't you try it? I know because you said all this stuff that's like so. I, you know, if without this higher power thing or whatever you, you said, the spirituality without that, I'm doing all those things wrong. I was like, oh, you're describing exactly the way I conduct my existence. Mm. <laughs> it's just being like whatever, man. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like that though. No, I don't because it's not working for me. Something's not working. Yeah. Fuck, dude. But even, yeah, I think that, well, the thing I was, the reason I brought that up is because I was like, okay, like, this is all within my power to change. Yeah. I'm going to change my outlook. I'm going to therapy once a week. I'm, you know, spend all this, you know, I got like the pharmaceuticals and stuff. I got everything yeah. balanced out finally. It's like, I, I'm doing everything right. I'm supposed to like start writing again and like feel renewed about this. And, um, that's been the really hard thing to, uh, like, it doesn't matter how much you do on your end, you know. Yeah. Fuck, why did I bring, start bringing that up? I'm such a fucking... Ba- <laughs> I, I know I brought that up for, like, to say a different thing. And well, then it, it's... to hit you with another thing that most people hate when people bring up, like, the whole, you know, law of attraction thing. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the things, like, I've been getting into it recently, and, like... Like, it's the same thing with, like, fucking spirituality or whatever. It's like, who cares if it's true? If it works, like, if it, if believing these things actually works, does it matter mm-hmm. if it's true? Maybe it's just, like, because um, I think there is something in our brain where we need to believe in certain things, and our consciousness is, like, on such a multi-level thing mm-hmm. where it's, like, if I can just be, like, oh, I'm just going to, like, yeah, believe in some sort of higher powers, like, watching my back, then it just frees up all this RAM, to be like, okay, well, it doesn't fucking matter. I can just go live my life now. You know, so it's like, and now that's going to make me a more effective person. Mm-hmm. So whether or not it's true, it works, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the same thing with the law of attraction is like, uh, which I've been getting back into. I've been listening to this podcast, Manifestation Babe. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and she's probably full of shit too. But the one thing I find is like, do I actually know what I want? You know, because yeah. I think that's almost everyone's problem, right? They're not happy, but they don't know yeah. exactly what they want. Yeah. Like they have this vague idea. It's like I want money. It's like okay, well, what are you gonna do with that money? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna go to the beach. It's like okay, so you just live on on the beach now. Yeah. Like how long is that gonna be fun for you? You know, is that really what you want? Or it's like oh no, I just want like a girlfriend or whatever. But it's like well, what do you want in a girlfriend? You know, and uh, and so. Yeah, so I've been trying to like to actually like figure out the things I want. But anyways, one of the things it says is like uh, that this that the attracting things to you operates like on an emotional level. So you can't just be like, okay, million dollars, I want it. You have to be like, oh, I'm gonna feel like I feel like I already have it, and like mm. I'm gonna live my life like I already have it, and that'll bring just crushing debt. Just spend- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing Jet where I'm like, skis. is this working? Because <laughs> they actually say that it's like, yeah, you can't be worried about spending money if you're trying to make money. But and that's even you know that's like what fucking people who are because you also have to have a plan right to mm-hmm. get that money. So if you want to be a millionaire it's like okay well you have to be a business owner or something mm-hmm. okay well if you want a business owner fucking go get a loan right and who knows maybe it doesn't work out but i mean all the most successful people i know they went to like hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt before mm-hmm. they became multi-millionaires yeah. but uh anyways but uh like the thing is that so it operates in law of attraction operates on that emotional level and so whatever you're and like negative emotions are way easier to have and they're way more likely to like you know because it's it's, the human brain this is another thing i read by this like monk it's like feeling negative and feeling shitty that's like that's just the natural if you don't do anything to stop that that's just where you're gonna go that's where the human mind is just like natural depressed right but you have to like like feeling good is like going to the gym Mm -hmm. and i find that like I do I do this all the time. Like I know, like I like playing the piano. Sometimes I'll play the piano. Every time I do it, I feel fucking great. I'm but, like, but do you? But how I often never, do you do it? Yeah, never. You know, and like doing like this is like I, I've been fucking being like, oh, I should start my podcast again for fucking like over a year. Yeah, just never fucking yeah. do it. And you know that you're gonna. And you yeah. know it will make you feel good. Yeah. But you just like the, the brain for whatever reason it's like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do this thing. I know will make me feel good. And yeah. it's like, it's like a a laziness, but like a, a weird kind of yeah, like procrastination. Yeah. But uh, like. So maybe that I'm just trying to, <laughs> just just trying to, help? to troubleshoot you. So okay, like, so I, are you like before you're going on stage, are you like visualizing having a good set? I used to knowing what you want. Okay, I used or to. Or are you just like okay, here we go? Because I I find for me like the the least I worry about having a good set because whenever I get in the headset, mm-hmm. I'm like oh, fucking hope this goes well. Yeah. Is this joke good? I need I want this it to, to go be good. Well. I need I a want it to tonight. go well. And then I can see that. And when I get out of that headspace where I'm not like oh I need this to go well. Yeah. And then for me, it's like, uh, it's just like, oh, it's impossible to, for it to go wrong. Because yeah. if you don't care, and like everyone says that, it's so easy to say that and so hard to actually feel like that yeah. of just being like, yeah, I'm just going to go. Well, have I started fun. acting like I didn't care. Mm-hmm. And that's not the same thing. And I started, I, I started also like, uh, uh, I start, I was, yeah, I used to like visualize it going well. It's like, you know what they tell you before, like a job interview or something too. There's just like, oh, I just like visualize it going well, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, I, st- I, I, I still tried to do that, and uh, I felt like I was lying to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just felt like I was just going through the motions after a certain point. Like, I started being, like, it, 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 it just became, like, it not, 
not productive, not fruitful. Like it was just like, I was so weak. I was just like, uh, like here it is. Okay, here we go again. Like, and like my therapist, yeah, again. Like this is all very, <laughs> this is all very like West Coast too. She was like, she had, had me go through little manifestation exercises, several yeah. different kinds. There was one, cause she like predominantly works with children. And so she had me put toys. <laughs> like arrange toys to be like okay this one represents travel like as yeah. a as a touring comedian this one represents like children in her home someday yeah. <laughs> like it's like manifesting yeah. through the you know, and then like uh she would have me man- yeah like okay so what how do you what do you need this to look like when you go to this unnamed festival like what you know like m- we're manifesting and it just got to a point where like i was doing that so often that it like i couldn't even believe it anymore yeah you know, and then, yeah, then, then then what's the point? And you're not doing it. And then they sniff it out on you. They can smell it on you. Yeah. When you're just faking, like, I don't, whatever, I'm just here to, like, be loose and have a good time. And then they're just <laughs> yeah. like, this looks sad. And they're like, damn. <laughs> yeah. It is sad. You're right. But so then, like, but then you're going into that, like, it just seems like you've got, like, a lot of momentum behind you. Of, yeah, like, what is driving? Shitty. Well, oh, okay, okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna be like, just love momentum, like still pushing you into a comedy. I'm gonna well, be like, yeah, what is that thing, about? I think if I had been feeling shitty about it for a year, I probably would have quit. Well, especially like physically shitty about it. Like mm-hmm. I, like it, it again. Like it was like it was like I was playing with poison every time I was trying to write comedy. Yeah. It was like it's something that's gonna hurt me. Like yeah. I, it hurt me so much to sit there and be like, I have nothing. Yeah, I cannot. It would it would just make me feel worse. So then I then I started avoiding it like the plague. Like yeah. I can't sit down and have that feeling again about how shitty I am. It yeah, just yeah, yeah. it's just pushing me further and further from comedy. So yeah, well, stand up. Yeah, I think like stand up. The, the type of people who are gonna do stand up, uh, it's just like I mean people say all the time like oh if you're stand up you must be fucked up, which is like hack to say. Mm-hmm. But like the way musicians will play a live show, like you know for the most part. Like, unless they're on tour, and you're then you're doing it, like, every night for, like, whatever, a few months, and then you take months or, like, a year off or whatever, or, and if you're not on tour, maybe, and you're, like, you know, a starting band, you're playing shows, like, once a month or, like, whatever, mm-hmm. that's healthy. Like, that's a good amount of performance, but stand-ups, like, to go, to get on stage every night is such and like it's oh. that's the process by which you become infallible yeah. because you're like oh i don't care anymore yeah. but uh it's not good no. <laughs> like to put yourself to make yourself so vulnerable like that yeah. every night and and to, and 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 to that point like you're making me it, it now makes even more sense the way you're putting it like why i was drinking so much i had had no sober sets yeah. Like, I, I maybe tried one sober set and was like, well, I'm not doing that ever again. Yeah. It's just so much fear. And so, like, yeah, like, that vulnerability, I just couldn't, I didn't want to feel that uh, for years. Yeah. I, like, I was always at least one drunk, one drink in right yeah. before going on stage. So yeah. I never had to feel that, like, you know, I'm now, only just now, almost six years in, being, like, finally feeling the true weight of that, like, vulnerability. Yeah. It's and interesting that fear. for me, because, like, I was... Like even though I was like full on alcoholic, mm. I never had the the drinking before show thing because oh. I even well, you're if, taking it seriously. It wasn't even that. It was like because like I knew at, at, at a pretty young age I had a problem with alcohol, and mm. like when I was doing stand up, I already knew that it was like oh it's a problem because I you know I was a blackout drunk and shit, and mm. I would fuck up. And uh, but and so if I did a set and if I'd had two beers first and I fucked up, I was mm. like. 
fuck it's it's oh. the beers and it's because i'm a fucking piece of shit alcoholic oh. and like I, I fucked up so it, it was almost like that pressure of like i don't want to fuck up because i'm drinking mm. uh kept me sober for shows and then as soon as the show was over i'd get fucking wasted or whatever yeah, yeah. but i never had that problem and i i honestly don't like I, I never even really related to that problem because drinking on stage didn't really loosen me up. Mm. Like, the only time drinking actually improved my performance was when, if I had gotten really drunk the night before and I felt so hungover that I needed to just drink to maintain oh. a normal level. It's actually, like, unnerving how 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 messed up I've, like, on when I go on the road or whatever, if I've got, like, a few, I've had, like, I've had, like, horrible, like, bender weekends wow, where yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> just annihilated by Saturday and just, like, uh, I need to drink, like, eight beers before I can get on stage oh, just to, like, wow. be normal. Okay, so, yeah, I was just having, like, a neat little gin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was a different thing. I had problems with alcohol, just never with stand-up. Okay. I mean, obviously, a part of the stand-up yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, sure. That was, that's, oh man, that's wow. still like the most depressing thing. And like the thing where I'm like, oh, just the road. When I first started stand up, I thought the road sounded so cool. Mm. You know, you're like, oh. I still think it does. I'm so. Really? Yeah. yeah. It would be like cool. The- like, I would love to do, I would love to try the road on the States. Like, to be able to go and like go into it, like go and actual do the road where you're going to fucking like, you know, a different place every week and you're going from town to town. But in Canada, it's just like. I mean, don't I mean? Oh, well, you get slog. Uh, yeah, well, it's they have slog towns in the states too. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, but at least you can like it. It's more consistent, you know. Where it seems like ugh, to, to me, it seems like it's like ugh, another wave hit, another wave hit. Like it's like yeah. ugh, ugh. there's like, no what's redemption. The longest, like I think the longest I've ever been on the road or whatever in Canada is like two weeks of shows or. Oh wow! Yeah, that's longer than me. I mean, I've only ever done like a week. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and just going from, like, town to town. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but whereas, yeah, I think, like, in the States, you can go and do it for, like, you know, a few mm. months. Yeah. A different town every week. Yeah, yeah, maybe that is fun. It seems lonely. It seems really lonely, but at least, like, you could work out material. If you were, like, really committed to working out the material yeah. while you're doing that. Ugh, in my current headspace, I would just start avoiding everything regarding comedy, and then i just go and white-knuckle it through the set, and then yeah. i go back to my hotel and be like, I don't want to think about anything but yeah, comedy yeah, right yeah. now. And um, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I gotta Is there fix. Anything I gotta fix my more life. lonely than the fucking hotel? Oh. Hotel after a show. Uh, sometimes I sometimes I revel the opportunity of being alone though. Sometimes I'm like, oh thank God, I don't have like anyone to socialize with right now. I am a I have oh, yeah, terrible socializing problems. I'm I'm really I think that's another part of comedy I hate is how many people you talk to. I really yeah. not I like again that's something that makes me like shake and like be like I have to go. Yeah. So the the idea of like okay I'll it. go back to. Uh, go back to the hotel and just do, you know, just be oh, so deliciously alone. Oh, yeah. sometimes that's nice. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, wow, I wish I was dead. Because <laughs> well, that's my problem is, is I want to go and be alone, like, when I'm sober. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, I, I want to get away from everybody okay. because I'm not drinking. And, like, for me, yeah, drinking, drinking and socializing was hand in hand. Like, Necessary. socializing was my drinking reason. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, completely because of social anxiety. Yeah. But, uh... Are you still a socially anxious, anxious person? Yeah, I'm better at it now okay. because it's just seven months sober and wow. so I'm working at it. And like that's still pretty new. That's usually, fresh. Usually, yeah, it's pretty fresh. Wow. But like my that's uh, huge. Uh, I've I've started looking like treating uh, s- 
social anxiety, like stand-up anxiety, where it's just oh, like, oh, just yes. don't listen to it. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't matter. Oh, I'm trying. Just fucking like feel that feeling of like this shitty feeling. Yeah. You're like, oh, there it is. Of course it's there. Yeah. And just like that Makes tightness sense. in your chest, identify yeah. it and then be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Just ignore it. The rain technique. What's the rain technique? Recognize uh, something, acknowledge something in an I Interpret. and something with an N. Yeah, it's like, it's exactly what you're talking about. It's like, okay, you recognize it? You, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, rain technique. I don't know. Someone Google it if you give a shit. Rain. And then, like, the other thing is, like, you realize most people have slight social anxiety. Yeah, and so if, maybe I'm picking up their social anxiety. Well, Everyone's and also, just, like, if, if you're not focused with. on your own shit, then you can see other people's shit. And nothing makes me more relaxed than seeing a nervous person. Because oh. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're nervous? Ah, oh, fucking, who cares? Oh. You know? I've only just recently, and it's so self-serving and, like, kind of, like, cringy, but, like, I've just started to be, like... You know, I'm not going to pretend anymore that I'm, like, this cool person. Like, I'm like, oh, none of this is happening behind the scenes. Like, you know, yeah. just, like, just be steely-faced about it. I've started to just be, like, yeah, just, like, uh, all of this really scares me. Like, yeah, all of yeah. this tonight. Like, I really, I'm really scared. Like, I just started being like that to everybody who will hear. <laughs> and it's yeah. also, like, kind of a problem. Well, that's, no, I think that's good. <laughs> I like, don't know. I would be a little annoyed Some people, me. when they do that, when some people do that, they're, they're abusing it, you know? And yeah, I don't they think just it, want to complain. I hope to God that I'm not, like... No, I don't think you're doing that because I don't think it's possible to do that if you <laughs> you're actually... in two hours into a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you're, when? but I asked you, I asked yeah, you specifically because yeah. I want to talk about this. Yeah, because we did like, talk about this. You're actually we had a great conversation that night too. Yeah, I like I, I really do so. appreciate like you're mm-hmm. a great person to be vulnerable with. Mm-hmm, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like uh, yeah, you're you're a good egg. It's because I think probably I've had I've fucked up so hard sure. in my life that I never judge anyone yeah. for any of their failures. Yeah, it's like that's one of the problems in my life. Like, not problems. It's just like uh, when I look like at the shittiest people, you know, like incels and like you know white nationalists mm. and racist, misogynists. I'm like, how do we fix them? <laughs> you know? Oh, because I'm like, torch them. Torch, yeah. torch their, the home that they're in. Well, that's what most people think, Put them right? in a building. Yeah. But Remove like, the poison. It's, how does someone get there, you know? Yeah. And like, I feel like in Canada, the fucking, the government is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, my dad used to... <laughs> like get all, all the kids together all four of us and be like who's the enemy and we'd be like the government <laughs> are you fucking kidding me <laughs> yeah. ah! my dad hated the government I love your dad that's so yeah. funny conversely my family oh, well this is more my dad but it's trickled down like um, my dad no no my my whole family's American and so my dad uh, came up in the mo- Motown American? yes my whole so family so could you go to America I am American yes I could what am I doing here I know that's a big question but anyway so my my dad's family like five five Roman Catholic kids in Michigan in Motown in the Motor City and like the height of like you know Ford Country money money money. Yeah. So this so their dad was very like capitalism. Like if you don't like it, move to Russia. What do we say, kid? Like capitalism. Like he yeah. was like always like he would like grab their hair and like shave it if it was getting too like not capitalistic looking. Like yeah. it was like too hippie looking. Like he like couldn't. He was he was the opposite. I think of your. This was your dad. My dad's dad. Your dad's and yeah, dad. so my dad was kind of like steeped in like capitalism, capitalism. is good and like yeah, you no, know me like too. Go, like the government is like Republican. You know, yeah. like my dad's not that person. Uh, my dad is that person. <laughs> but they, but he hates the government. Oh right wing people sometimes are anti government. Hates the government. Yeah. I think they were taught to hate the government, but what do you mean? 
I don't you think if, if the right wing it, it, it behooves the government to do that to their constituency so that they can do what they want to do the right wing in the dark. Yeah. Uh, I think it's I think it's only just become very masterfully um, manipulated into like now like I mean what a malleable public the Trump's constituency is and that's I think that's because of generations of the government you want less government in your life like yeah that primes them to be like I only vote I'm a single issue voter and it's taxes you know like yeah. it or I or it prompts them to be you know like more uh individualistic more like uh not uh nothing for all like all for one like mm -hmm. you know yeah, I mean, Insular. I think there's a, a difference between, like, Trump supporters and then just right-wing people, you know? There's okay, I guess I'm talking... Oh, yeah, I, this is what I do. I talk in absolutes and uh, at the yeah. other end of a spectrum. I, I totally agree with you that there's... Yeah, we were talking right-wing yeah. people, and it's not necessarily... But I think that that's something that... I think that that's a factor. Like, I think that they were they they were instructed to, to be, like, less government in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On that end of the political spectrum. Yeah, for for a, for a gain for some kind of profit. For the, well, for the party. not even necessarily. I mean, like I, I'm talking like I like I know spectrum. anything about the fucking. <laughs> these are my little theories, my little beliefies. Like if, if you ask my dad, like I'm sort of a, a complete very I'm centrist, you know. Like I think <laughs> I think it, like we should just do whatever the fuck works, right? Like yeah. if like people to point in Norway, like oh six percent tax rate, but the, everyone's happy, mm. and I'm like yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. The other thing about Norway is they actually uh, fucking use their oil profits. And in Canada, mm -hmm. we... I mean, they're nationalized in Norway. Mm -hmm. And those... Like, the reason those countries are so successful is because they have a huge natural resource base mm -hmm. for a very small population. Yeah. And... But if, like, if you're, like... If someone's like, hey, look, if we have a 90% tax rate, everyone will be super fucking happy and everything's going to work. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that's great. Let's do mm -hmm. that. But, uh, I mean, the thing that most, a lot of right-wing people say, and I think there's truth to it, it's like anytime the government's in charge of something, a lot of times they fuck it up, you know, mm -hmm. because they don't have, they're not answering to anyone. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I'm trying to word this so I don't implicate anyone. But anyways, I was like, involved in this thing once and <laughs> uh basically like i okay i heard a story <laughs> and i don't okay. know who it specifically was mm. but uh like this person was involved in a, in a private uh in a private enterprise and they were a politician and they're running out of budget and then the politician was like what do you mean we're running out of budget let's just go over budget mm. and he was like no that's not how this works. This isn't the government. Once we run out of money, there's no more money. Mm. Like, that's it. We have this amount of money, and once we spend it, you know, and I think, like, a lot of times the government just messes things up, yeah. you know? Oh, they and sure do. They, they do some things great, and they should be in charge of some things. Like, I think libertarians go fucking crazy, and it's like, well, if we all just pay for roads and we pay for school. But, uh, I mean... The other thing about the government is it just grows and grows and grows, right? It never shrinks. And then whenever it shrinks, and like, you know, look at fucking, there's a reason in Canada it costs what it costs to fly to Toronto, but you can get that same plane ticket from LA to fucking London for yeah. like a quarter of the price. Oh, they completely have us by the balls. Yeah. I'm surprised you're American, though. Why, you don't have any problems if you're American. Just go down to the States. I know. I know. Well, but see, this is why I came to Vancouver. First of all, I was like, I need to have my feelings hurt. Like, I, I was like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Vancouver where it's, like, more cutthroat. Mm -hmm. 
and like where I can do the whole like uh, bigger scene, like multiple shows a night. Like I would just need to get like calloused before I like drop into like if I move to the States, hi, I'm Chelsea. They're like, who the fuck are you? Do you have yeah. an Instagram following? Then get the fuck off. Get out of here. Yeah, like I need true. I needed to I I I don't know, I need to do some I there's like steps in my mind. I can't just yeah. fucking show up to New York like hi. Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. on the Winnipeg Comedy Festival on C B C they're like C B what? What? Fuck yeah. off. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like mad at me for being there. Yeah, no, that is true. And I need I don't know, I need more connections. I feel very yeah, I uh, I don't I'm already like kind of folding from like even the slightest amount of pressure at the the current mental state I'm in towards comedy. So mm. I need to like recalibrate, I need to like uh rehabilitate myself like in a scene that's a little more challenging and has more you know more things to be inspired by more more people to look up to more people that i you know like like just a lot more comedy yeah. that i really respect and like there's great comics here mm. and i i want to um yeah get a breath of fresh air so i'm in vancouver until i figure out if i even still want to do this i am not gonna quit i can't fucking quit but i'm gonna do that and, t- and then just decide what happens next this is a I feel that every 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 uh, solution I try to give you, you're like, yeah, try that. I I I that's the thing about anxiety is that I'm in I'm in a carousel of thoughts at all times. Like there's just too many thoughts in here yeah. and none of it is joke writing. It's all just like, what if this, what if that, yeah. try this, try that. Like I have I have considered possibly everything except for God. <laughs> now I think we it. got a new thing in the old <laughs> back pocket room. The old back pocket. Um yeah. I'm trying to remember what I was. What was I talking about the government for? Oh, I don't know, but I I still love the visual of your dad being like, "Who do we?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that was the a thing. bunch of little kids I, with I their little like, fists. Uh, I was doubly primed to hate authority because my dad <laughs> taught me to hate authority, and then my dad was also super hands off and like kind of neglectful parents. Cool. <laughs> so I ended up hating my dad, oh. and he was the ultimate authority. Yeah. And so it was like a double dose. It's like my dad taught me, but then I also hated my dad. <laughs> he gave me the tools to, to kill the Terminator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I love my dad now. Of course, of course, He's of course. He's great. Yeah. But, uh, I love your dad. <laughs> I've never met this guy, but he sounds fucking great. Fuck, I, I feel like I had a I'm point sorry. about the government. Uh, no, it's okay. Libertarians, uh, Reddit, I don't know. That's not important. I don't know, we're talking about tax rates. And if, you're a centrist. If you were, yeah, centrist, taxes, I don't know. I'm sorry. I completely forgot. Okay. But regardless, if, if you could imagine what, like, a happy Chelsea looks like, what, mm-hmm. what would it be? Oh, God. Oh, God. I wish I could return to me when I was 20 years old. And I was... Oh, don't you? Don't, 20 year old, just, like, not really considering things all the How way through. How old do you know if you don't mind I'm 33. Asking. 33? Yeah. I just 13 years ago, I was at my prime. I was at my peak of, like... Like, yeah, I was really, really sad. And, like, and I was... But I was, like... I was like, what are, like, I'm just gonna figure it out, and, like rolling with the yeah. punches. Like I was, I was never better than then. And I also like had this great friend groups, uh, friend group that like we just we could make jokes without like thinking. Yeah, yeah there was there was no consideration in our lives. So we just we were just having just making jokes for the for the love of it. Just that was. Uh, I, whatever she was up to, whatever she was doing, I think it was a lot of weed. I think if I can get back to yeah. that. I don't know. I don't know how to get back to that. But happy Chelsea is probably me when I was 20. Just, you know. I think your body is just happier at your, 20. 
Yeah, your brain stops developing at age 25. And yeah. then after that is when you start being way too like critical, way too rational. Yeah, it starts to deteriorate and it starts to be like, well, obviously you can't do that because, you know, like, yeah. Ugh, yeah, I, it's funny. I have like a, just a list of things I was going to talk about. Quitting stand up. <laughs> one of those Louis A C. number one. It was just like, if, Louis if, we, if we finish quitting stand up really soon. But uh, yeah, one of them was nostalgia for youth. Because I have it so much. Oh. It's something I have to actively work against. Oh. I remember, like, oh, I, I was unhappy back then, too, mm-hmm. you know? There's never been a time where it's like, oh, I'm so happy. But the thing about your 20s is just, like, first of all, like, you can drink without a band and, like, just, mm-hmm. like, get fucked up, mm-hmm. and it's still fun and cool. Yeah. And I feel like even the culture has turned on drinking. I know So many people I know are getting sober right now. Yeah. It's crazy how many and, turn, But young people sober. don't drink as much either. Yeah, it's Because true. it doesn't look cool. Yeah. And we're in such a no, fucking image-obsessed. Yeah, they're all doing pills <laughs> and coding. Or oh, they're doing the scariest stuff. Again, I used to be a high school teacher. I'm trying to be a teacher if anyone can help me with that. I swear yeah. I'm not that depressing as a teacher. But isn't... Oh, wasn't but, that my god the scary best. things are happening with the youth right now uh yeah it was the best my god uh what's and what's happening with youth that's scary with the youth oh it's the yeah the drugs and the the reckless abandon and the um the the system for youth that's around them both you know in the educational system and like societally um is that they're we're trying to give them more like room to grow but we're not giving them a foundation to do it with if like so like the the new curriculum is like okay like it's way more broad it's more nebulous like we need yeah. to get like they need to be able to explore but like kids at that age are so afraid of exploration because they don't have that like they don't have that foundation of like like we're not building it into them right now yeah like maybe like the kids who are in kindergarten right now in the new curriculum like maybe the once they get up to high school they'll have some basis to be like this you know the world is you know within my i'm i'm shaping it yeah. like there's right now there's kids who are just kind of like they're just in the system there's they're just floating through it like i don't know like there's no structure they're anxious they're anxious they're uh uh, they're they're afraid to to try. They're afraid to. I don't know. I talked about this on another podcast a long time ago, and I really articulated it very well. But right now, I have to pee so bad that I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about the new draft break, curriculum. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. Can you pause it for a sec? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to pee. Also, I wanted to do keynote tonight, but it's the sign up is right now. Uh, yeah, we can finish right now if you want. Okay. Well, how about I? Okay. Why don't we? Yeah, let's finish it. Ah, oh, fuck. That sucks. I, I I have a lot to say about the new draft curriculum, which has nothing to do, which has nothing to do with what we're talking about now. But um, yeah, we don't have to talk about the education. Yeah, let's just go through this list. Okay, okay. quitting stand up. Mm-hmm. We covered that. Yeah. Uh, do you care about voting politics? <laughs> yes. No. I love. Yes, I'm not Sounds one of those like people that's like at odds with voting. I like. Yes. I like systems. I like things that are in place. That okay, Louis C.K. question mark. Uh, he was like my Aretha Franklin. He was like the reason I wanted to do stand-up. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's kind of heartbreaking. Do you think he should be allowed back? I don't know. Just let, let him, let him <laughs> still do it. Let him still do it in his own, in his own little ways. Capacity. And Yeah, like, I mean, I think the whole like peace, everyone's a PC, like that whole argument. I'm so like completely not interested in engaging in so stupid uh i'm like just just let let people be shitty with their own audience you know what i mean like if he has his own audience let him do his own audience like if it's not like i guess the then the counter argument is like well he showed up to a club where no one was warned you know what i mean it's like yeah okay i guess that's like yes work it work it out on your end i don't know but like 
I think the, I think the whole thing about like people being like I can't say anything because of liberals. Well, just continue to say what you want yeah. to your to your audience. Yeah, there's always going to be someone to listen yeah. to you. You can say whatever you want. It's just like a lot of people are going to think you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, like just back up whatever you guys. Yeah. Anyway, so Louis C.K. Whatever, let him do it on mm. his own channels or whatever. Shitty attitudes about women in stand up. Yeah, we did that. that. Uh, leave Canada. You're American. I'm American We've citizen. Covered that already. But what am I going to do? Oh yeah, dating a stand-up. I do have a stand-up comedian, male comedian stand-up. You like it? Everyone always warns you. Like before, I was dating a stand-up. Everyone's always like, "Oh, never date a stand-up." And I was yeah. like, "Like, I only ever thought of it as like, shut up, like I'm a stand, like, whatever." Yeah. But like, but like, there is a certain kind of male comedian, and I think that's who they're talking about. Is like very egocentric, very like that's like reason a lot of people, not just men, get into stand-up. Yeah. So I think that's what like a lot of people were responding to is like, I was with a guy who was super selfish and just like. Self-absorbed. Yeah. I think that's what they mean by really? like, I've don't, never even don't date at a stand like that at all. I always thought dating like it's just like oh now. Well, this is the way ladies are talking about it. We'll nah. give you the little inside track. Okay, yeah, I think I think that's what I'm gathering sense. from I several think, different people. <laughs> I well, I know the way guys talk about it is like if it doesn't work out, she's gonna be everywhere. Oh. <laughs> you know, I think I women are like oh male yeah. standups are shitty, yeah. and then guys standups are like it's hard to get away from them. Also, yes, also someone argument to me like female stand are insane don't date female stand-ups because they're all crazy it's like yeah well i don't know yeah fair <laughs> yeah. i don't know maybe i am yeah and then okay i'm not we, the most uh, stable the 30s we actually cover that we actually covered everything wow good okay good because i kept sort of realizing that you had notes and i was like oh well, this is, it's not like i want yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. it it's just like if we were okay. to talk about yeah. but yeah i think the one thing the the reason why being young is fun is because self-destruction is still cool you know Mm-hmm. Once you hit 30, it's not cool to be self-destructive. Because yeah. it's like, oh, you're actually fucking up your life, and yeah. this is going to be your life. But yeah. in your 20s, you can be like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm doing stand-up for the love well, of yeah. art. Well, yeah. When I was in my 20s, I was doing glass blowing. I was still in college yeah. as a glass blower, and I was like, whatever, man. Like, just smoking so much weed. Really, like, throwing away a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Because um, you don't care. Because I didn't care. And now when I look back at it, I'm like, I wish I had gone when I was older, because I would have really. I might still be a glass blower right now. I don't fucking know. Uh, I don't think it's the right thing. <laughs> okay, this is what my parents thought. Okay, uh, <laughs> label of feminism. Do you call label yourself a femi- feminist? Yeah, it doesn't. I think everyone who doesn't think that women are shitty are shitty should not yeah. be afraid of that term. I think it's been weaponized as like by yeah. like men to be like ugh. Like a like yeah, a bartender said 100%. that to me once. He was like ugh. I just hate you know like that like that whole idea that like. I'm like like he he felt like it was being imposed upon him like he and I was yeah. like I was like yeah but do you think that women should like or do you think women are equal and like are still capable of like all these things that men? he's like oh yeah obviously and I was like that's literally yeah. all this is and he's like uh like I just I still kind of hate the word like he thought the word was like poisonous yeah I had a joke where it was like oh I said like oh I'm a feminist because I literally and then I explained all literally just the definition means that's men all and women should be treated equally. Yeah. But uh, I Don't like be afraid of it. I I'd stop doing the joke because it, it it is one of those words that for whatever reason has become tainted. You mm-hmm. know, it's like it 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 just op- it it means too many things to too many people. Yeah, it got co opted by the wrong. By, yeah, I mean the right wing would say that it got co opted by the left wing in an inc- in an improper like it was not yeah. used. It was not in the right hands or something. But it's like in my mind, it became this like dirty word for people who are. I, for some reason, people who are on the right side of politically, or like, mm-hmm. or even some centrists, are like, Ugh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not on Reddit. <laughs> I'm not on Reddit. <laughs> I'm on Reddit a lot. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I don't even Reddit, think about it's it anymore. It's weird that you say that because Reddit is mostly... People think of Reddit as like this right-wing shit troll hub, but Reddit, for the most part, is incredibly left. It's just that the Reddit, the subreddits like people talk Louder about in the voices. news uh, are always the shitty ones. Whoops. Yeah, well, like, that's an But the majority of Reddit, Reddit is like left by I don't know. My cousin got radicalized by Reddit. He moved to Alabama. He like, oh, yeah. He like, he's excommunicated from his... What's, which subreddit, you know? Uh... He's on a bunch of different ones. I actually don't it's know because like we, we like he's like completely left. He like left his wife. He like doesn't talk uh, to his family. Like he's joining cool. the military where like people you know bel- like where the liberals aren't like you know infiltrating his life and stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he was on like some all sorts of fucking horseshit. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I've been on those subreddits. Yeah, and they're dark. There's no. some dark. Yeah, subreddits. I'm not. I'm not even exaggerating. Like radicalized. Like he's mm-hmm. a scary white man now. I hope he's not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, oh yeah, we covered that. Any relationship with spirituality in your life and relationship with drugs zero? Like and I, I, I didn't occur to me that like most people I probably think that's your do problem. have. A, well, also we're in Vancouver, <laughs> and I'm sure everyone's like, like they have something, and I just completely. Yeah. I think most people were like, yeah, something. You know, they're like, they're really? not like, oh, definitely. Most people I talk to, at really? least, I mean, maybe it's I'm, just the people I talk to. I've but. been living on Vancouver Island for nine years, and it's mostly witches over there. So yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. lot. Of witchcraft. I think if you're you hanging out with people th- who have like a codified form of belief, it can push you towards the other. No, end. it. Did, I'm not. I'm not bringing that up as like. I, I don't think I got pushed away. I just came into it as like I feel absolutely nothing for yeah. any of this. Like or mm-hmm. or people it's into astrology. Problem. There, people are into crystals and metaphysics and stuff. And I yeah. mean, nope. So I I just uh, or it all works. It all works. Okay. Crystals, metaphysics. That's okay. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this has been a heavy. This has <laughs> been a lot. My worldview is fucking. No, crystals are probably bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and astrology for sure is bullshit. But I don't know. But apparently, Reagan and his wife were deep into astrology. They had like a resident astrologer. Ronald that made them Reagan. that that was basically yeah he he was like governing the whole country based on what his astrologer said yeah ronald wilson reagan right 666 he was the devil <laughs> it's true numerology <laughs> you ever heard of that nope no <laughs> oh my god yeah uh, <laughs> decimated the black community oh yeah so you kind of like dabble in conspiracy theory stuff i guess you, you're aware of no, it you're not, you don't, I, you don't I, yeah, personally i read yeah, about it you just enjoy it recreationally yeah, yeah well and then like there's the stuff that's legitimately true like the whole jeffrey epstein thing yeah, you yeah, should read the book about jeffrey epstein because it's like oh yeah is it a everyone recent was, book yeah it was before he killed himself it was oh. like two years ago but oh, uh addendum. you know it was just like yeah there like there's legit and there's tons of evidence now of people my biggest thing is like okay when you look at it was real well not pizza but (laughs) But stuff around that like because it's like okay you look at the catholic church none of those guys went to jail no why is that if i fucked a kid i'd go to jail and it's because they had dirt on politicians right they have dirt on the thing it's like oh well we're all at the kid fucking parties together so you fucking send me over you know that's my re- and then there's also like you know fucking documented evidence of a lot of it like a lot of it people think it's like oh people doing weird satanic rituals with like children and not mm-hmm. but a lot of it it's just like you know 55 year old men wanting to have sex with 15 year old girls mm-hmm. and but that is going on mm-hmm. and like no one's doing anything about it because they're just like <laughs> well we rule the world so mm-hmm. who cares neat <laughs> and like Jeffrey Epstein was friends with like all these fucking you know the oh, Clintons cool. and yeah 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 Trump nice 
Nice. Anyways, that's a good place Thanks. to end it. Yeah, well, let's leave it at that. So I'm quitting stand-up. Jeffrey Epstein was murdered by the government. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for having me. Okay. Are you going to do stand-up? Are you still here? Uh, yeah, I'm going to do it tonight, I think. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I will not, I cannot see myself quitting. I'm going to keep doing this. Okay. I want everyone to know that I'm a scared, scared puppy. Yeah, and you're going to accept Jesus. And I'm accepting right? Christ. Okay, okay. Christ. Yeah, I think, I really think as soon as you do that, all your problems are going to go away. Okay, I'll check out the Reddit on it. <laughs> yeah. All right, that was the podcast. Hope you enjoyed listening. Thanks to the band uh, Leisure Suit for letting us use their song Basement Step off the 2015 album Easement. You can find them on Bandcamp. And we're going to be back next Monday. Like I said, follow Chelsea Lou on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, those will be in the show notes. And if you want to have any comments or anything, just send me a DM. My uh, Instagram and Twitter will be in the show notes as well. All right, you guys. I just want to be fine Give it up on my time Letting everyone know I've let everything go I just want to be